This is the Banky Players Podcast. Over the next few weeks, several of us from the local area will be discussing topics that interest us. We are new to this sort of work and would appreciate if you would share podcasts with friends and family. Thank you and enjoy. Hi, this is the Banky Brothers Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Louise. And we're going to be dis- we're here guard with Miss Lynham, who is our head teacher of Clybank High School. Last time we did an episode on the lockdown, the third lockdown, how it's been the hardest one yet. And luckily we've guarded the time with Miss Lynham to discuss how it's her experience being during running a school during this pandemic. So thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. So how has being a head teacher this year been different from any other year? It's It's been very different um, and yesterday, as you know, was a one year since we went to lockdown so it was quite poignant. I remember um, a year ago sitting round the table that you're at now with the deputies, listening to the First Minister's announcement saying that we're going to lockdown and it was eerie. It was very, very eerie. It was a strange feeling and for me, my heart sank. Um, for all of the young people in the school that wouldn't be able to come to school and obviously the the effect on the cancellation of exams. So it's been very different this year. The second lockdown was a bit easier because I think I knew what to expect. So it wasn't, you know, as worrying. We made all the mistakes first time round and learnt from them. Do you want me to keep talking? Or do you get a question? What is the most challenging part of running a school during this pandemic, especially within the last year? I think the most challenging part was, the first lockdown was definitely more challenging and as we went to lockdown, then the instruction from the authority and from the government to schools was we had to operate a hub and the hub was for the children of frontline key workers, particularly NHS. So that was difficult to organise um, very quickly because we then had lots of requests from parents, parents who themselves considered themselves to be key workers, but they weren't within the government category at that point. And also to operate the hub for our most vulnerable um, young people. That was difficult because our hub operated for Claybank High School pupils and also from the pupils of two primary schools. And some of those primary schools had nurseries So at one point we actually had three-year-olds in the building, which was very challenging because we don't have the facilities, you know, like they they couldn't reach the sinks, they couldn't reach the toilets. Um, We didn't have, you know, the the types of toys that they would have for their activities. So that that was quite hard. But then um, the authority moved them to a school that had a nursery provision. So that was definitely helped. Um, And that took me out of my comfort zone, obviously working with teenagers rather than three and four-year-olds, um, so at times it was quite comical, um, but very challenging. I think also a big challenge has been the pace of change. Um, you get ready, you know, we thought in August we were coming back to a blended learning model, so we had put in a recovery plan as a school, which took a lot of work, myself and the deputies, looking at timetables, and then very quickly that changed as to everybody back. Um, Also what's difficult is to kind of manage the expectations of parents because when we came back in August, obviously parents and young people like yourselves were quite anxious. 
because at that point we were back so we couldn't do two metre social distancing um, and at that point you know people were taking photographs and we hit the local press so that was that was quite a worrying time. So things were ticking along then came lockdown number two um, and again it was back to total lockdown, remote learning and back to operating a hub. Now the hub was much easier this time, we only had a, our own pupils and not the primary pupils. Then again things have changed very quickly, it was to bring back people to do practical subjects that they couldn't do remotely, so it was organising people in to do that, which put a lot of kind of onus on heads of department to make sure that equipment that was shared was cleaned between you know cohorts coming in and then that operated for three weeks and then we had basically priority to senior phase across all subjects with the BGE pupils having a, a weekly some kind of weekly experience before the spring break so that we could get to see how they were their health and well-being and to gauge where they were in their learning and prepare hopefully for April the 19th that everybody's back Full time. Full time. That's everything is crossed for that. Okay. But as things change, we don't know. We really don't know what will happen. Thank you. Uh, how, how has this had an impact on your work relationships? I would say it's probably brought a lot of the staff closer. I think particularly my team of deputies have worked very closely to support each other because at key points, particularly Mrs Rooney, she's timetabler, so she's had to work in getting the timetable ready for remote learning, for blended learning. And also, we, we are in the mindset of August, because at this stage in the year, we plan for August as well, so we're doing options. Um, so it's working within all those boundaries, but also trying to plan for the next academic session. So everybody's really had to work closely together and be more tolerant of each other really um, and work closely with staff because some staff have been very anxious about coming back into the building as have young people so it's, it's working with them to reassure them you know that we're following all the mitigations. If this was to happen again in a few years time what would you do differently? Oh I pray it doesn't happen again. Um, what would I do differently? I, I think probably worry less you know, and as I say, this lockdown, the second one, was not as hard as the first one. And I think not to throw out all the plans that we've already had for it, obviously develop them further. What I would do differently when we're back to whatever normality when that happens is look at the, the kind of opportunities that the lockdown brought to us. And for a school, it's not to throw out all of that remote learning. So I'm thinking when young people are getting homework to do, then that should be through the digital platform rather than all, you know, the, the jotters and the paper and the textbooks. So I'm hoping that teachers will embrace that a bit more for the future. How have you managed to stay on track knowing the rules are constantly changing? Just keeping up to date. Obviously, every Tuesday, the First Minister makes her announcements about, you know, easing out you know, the roadmap to recovery. So keeping abreast of what the government says and obviously keeping abreast of what Western Bartonshire Council say. So obviously they take into account the guidelines, the support schools to make sure we're, we open safely and with our planning. So it's just keeping up to date with all of that. How has this had an overall impact, would you say, on yourself to run this school? 
at first, it, it, I was very worried, um, yeah. you know, because at, at the end of the day, the buck stops with me um, and I'm accountable for all of your safety, for the safety of staff. Um, so that that's quite a big burden to have. But I've had a lot of support, you know, from my, my staff in here and from my line manager. So, but as I say, the second lockdown, I was less worried. And I think, God forbid, if it happens again, then, you know, we would be in a better place to deal with it. I'd like to say thank you for Miss Lyon to join us and uh, thank you for listening to Bangie Blazer. Not at all. Thank you both very much, girls. This is part of the Mark Scott Leadership Award. Thank you.